today we're going to start a series on becoming a leader. The things that you need to know to become that great leader you were destined to be. And the first thing that you need to know is that you need to become good at leading yourself. How many people know it's easy to do what I say, but not to do what I do? So it's one of those things that you as a leader, you need to walk the talk, not just talk the talk and tell people to do things. Uh, we've, we've said it time and time again, if you're just telling people to do things, that's when you are being a manager. When you are actively going out and doing the things, that is when you are a leader and people will follow you. So how do you become good at leading yourself? Well, first you need to develop self-discipline. We've talked about this all the time. You need to have those habits built in each day, each morning that are going to drive you through the emotions when they are high and when they are low. But you mostly need them for when they are low because when you make that commitment to start becoming a leader, you know that that is the moment that things are going to get hard because John Maxwell says it all the time. There are no two good days in a row in leadership because people are always coming to you with problems. So you have to get good at developing yourself so that you can help develop others, which is why you're here. You need to practice patience. You know, being a leader means that you have to endure the things that happen when you're a leader, you know, you see before others, you can tell where we're going, you, you put the vision out there. So you have to have the patience to endure what goes along with that, which means people may not always see what you see. People may not always want to go where you're going, but that's okay because you have the patience to tell them enough times till they finally get it. That's, that's one of our favorite things as leaders is when we see the light bulb go on. So you have to develop and practice that patience within you. And as a leader, you also need to seek accountability. You know, create a circle of leaders that you want to be like. Find that group of people that are on the same path as you that you can develop and hold each other accountable. You know, whether it's, you know, weekly follow-ups, monthly meetings, things that you can do as a group to help support and build each other and keep each other accountable. The next thing you want to do, and this is one of the most important things we talk about when it comes to leadership, develop your strengths. You know, most people want to develop and compensate their weaknesses because they think if they get their weaknesses better, it makes them a more well-rounded and a more strengthened person, strengthened leader. But what they found is that when you focus on that, you focus, you, you quit focusing on what develops your actual leadership ability, which is your strengths, the things that you're gifted in. If you spend time focusing on the things that you're not gifted in, then you are losing that precious time that you could be developing and maximizing and multiplying your talents and strengths. You know, you have to get specific about your strengths. So some of the things that you can do is listen for what others praise. Do the things that you do well. What are the things that you love? You know, when, when you find those things and those things are brought up to you and even ask people, what do you think my strengths are? Because once you start honing in on that, that gives you the ability 
to focus on your strengths and move away from your weaknesses. You know, when you discover your uniqueness, that's when you have the ability to start developing it. And until you find it, you may never know. So it's a great question to ask. You know, when you work on your weakest part of your strength zone, that is what you should be focusing on instead of working on your strongest part of your weaknesses. So when you're in your strength zone, you're going to have varying degrees of how good you are at things, specific skills within that zone. So make sure that you're developing all of the areas in that strength zone, not going into your weaknesses and trying to develop some of them to get into your strength zones. Questions again that you should ask is, where am I the strongest? Maybe what are my top three strengths? Where are my weaknesses so that you can write those on the side and know that those are the things you're not going to focus on? And what can I ask to help me get my strengths stronger? Next up, you need to put your team ahead of your own advancements. Guys, this is the number one rule in leadership and how to have success is when you take it off of being about you and put it on to being about the people that you're leading. How do you know when you're doing that? When you start looking at the we instead of me, how do you get to the top? It's by focusing on as many people and their success and their advancements and their rank ups than you do yourself. Why? Because think about it this way. If you go out and you focus on 10 people's advancements, 10 people's promotions, what do you think happens to you? You automatically become more valuable. You have those promotions happening for you and with you instead of just your promotion. What happens when you just focus on your advancement? Well, it becomes unstable because when you focus on the success of others, that creates stability within your business, stability in your organization. You know, you should look at who you can get with you on the journey versus if you can get to the top. When you go along with people, you will go further than if you go by yourself. You know, climbers focus on position. Connectors focus on relationships. Climbers look for ladders and stairs where connectors look to build bridges. So you have to ask yourself, are you climbing a ladder? Because if you are, that means you are either ahead of the person that's below you or trying to climb over the person in front of you. When you are a bridge builder, you're creating a pathway for many people to go from one side to the other. Success in leadership comes down to those who can embrace a position of ambition and a posture of character of putting others before themselves. We say that servant leadership is true leadership because honestly, without the servant part, there really is no leadership. It goes back to, again, management. Next up, look at yourself when people quit. You know, oftentimes when people quit, we want to blame things on them. 
but you should use it as a time for self-reflection to see how you could have been better, how you may have been able to prevent it. You may not have been able to prevent it, but it's a great way to create that introspection on what my leadership looks like. Could I have done something? Could I have said something better? Is there a way for me to prevent this with somebody else in the future? So leaders who devalue the thought process of an exit interview don't truly understand themselves as a leader. Because if somebody leaves and you don't know why, you should probably take the time to maybe just ask them. It's one of those things where if you have an exit interview or, or just a question of why are you leaving? If you have a group and somebody leaves, they are always an outlier because there's more people that see the vision than those that don't see the vision. And sometimes there's extenuating circumstances that you can't control. But as always, take this opportunity as a way for you to grow as a leader. And you can even ask them that. Say, I am doing this to see if I can help myself grow as a leader so that I can become better for the people that I'm continuing to work with. Listen more than you talk. Guys, this is a great way for you to understand the desires and needs of your team. When you can understand the people that you lead, you become a more competent leader and the ability to address the people that you're leading increases. That's why Stephanie and I like to do Q&A sessions all the time, because sometimes you know, as a leader, you'll get into the habit of just teaching, 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 teaching. And Stephanie and I have found out that it's most impactful when we ask people what they need to learn, what they need to know, instead of just trying to force feed them the things that we think that they need to know. So as the leader, you need to listen more than you talk, because listening is the best way to learn. Listening can also keep problems from escalating. It establishes trust. You know, the most interesting person at any meeting ends up being the person that allowed the other person to talk more about themselves because that's what people love. They love to talk about themselves. So when you ask interesting questions and learn more about the other person, you become the most interesting person in the room. And listening can improve your team overall. One of the greatest gifts that you can give somebody is your attention. And when you do that, you climb the leadership trust level immensely because people know that you are a person that listens and it's somebody that you can go to in a time of need or a time of questioning or a time when you need an actual mentor to speak into your life. So to recap today, which was part one, becoming a good leader is become good at leading yourself. Next, you need to know what your strengths are and focus on building your strengths and not your weaknesses. You need to put your team ahead of yourself and ahead of your achievements because that is the way to create lasting success and lasting leadership is when the people that are going with you are seeing success. Look at yourself when people quit and say 
is this an opportunity for me to learn from this experience, not just be upset that they've gone? And lastly, listen more than you talk. Become the person that's the most interesting person in the room because people know that you listen to them, you hear them, and you're there to help them. Guys, this lesson is part of a two-part series, so make sure that you come back next week so you can get the second half. I hope your leadership is amazing. I hope that you're amazing. Go out and make it an amazing week, and I hope you are awesome this week because of this information. Go out and make it an amazing day, and I hope your day is as awesome as you are. See ya.